When there's fantasy football news that needs to be discussed, or you got questions about your own team, come to Finkel and Einhorn. The laces are out. Thank you for coming back again to Finkel and Einhorn for a laces out perspective. We are here to give you what's going on in fantasy football. Right now, you're probably thinking about either starting a league or uh, continuing to activate your old leagues and get, you know, get things started again. Uh, now would be a great time to get educated on everything with new leagues. Uh, what we're here to do today uh, is go over a new person joining or creating a league, what you want to create, or even if you're advanced, the different options for leagues. After we go over the leagues, we're going to take you into the actual programs you will then implement those leagues in, such as ESPN and Sleeper. These are the two biggest um, apps that are probably out there right now, ESPN being the monster of the biggest. Um, but we're going to go over both of those, what they offer and what you can do, how they look, uh, and all of the uh, generals with starting a league in both of those platforms. All right, Einhorn, uh, let's start it off with, if you're a beginner and you're coming in, uh, more than likely you're going into ESPN, right? Absolutely. Uh, ESPN seems to be, uh, they don't call it the mother the mothership for uh, no reason. Right. But it, it's what brings in fantasy players. My first league was on ESPN. A lot of people will be like, well, my first was on Yahoo. I've played on both. Neither are my favorite. Neither are my favorite. But given the choice between the two, I would prefer to play on ESPN. Given the choice of everything, I think Sleeper's the better app for right. fantasy football. But uh, with ESPN, uh, it, it it's good. Yeah. I would say start, starting out now as a beginner, if you're going to create a league or try to join a league, first thing to do as a beginner, I would say, is to educate yourself on the league, the people who did good the last year, the last two or three years, how the league has changed, where these players have gone, if they're old, the age they are. But the number one thing to remember when you're starting or joining a league is the settings. That is the most important. It's just like any game. If you play board games, you play any game, you got to find out what the rules are so you can then know how to attack. Absolutely. Uh, these players get points based on how the league's point system settings are. And that's how you win. It's not names. It's points. Exactly. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, it just, uh, what their name is, it matters how they perform in the position that they're in. So first thing you're going to look for more than likely, I would suggest if you're starting a league and you're a beginner, you want to do a eight, 10, 12 team league. And that just depends how many friends and how many solid people you can get to play. Um, uh, when you do start a league, I would say eight or 10, but when you do, more than likely you're going to do either half point PPR, which is a point per catch. So if a, if a receiver catches a ball or a running back catches a ball, he gets tied in get the half point. Yeah. They get a half point. So I would suggest doing that because uh, ESPN's standard is full point PPR, one full point PPR. So if you want to get your, you know, dip your toes in uh, just to feel the waters, then I'd say do a half point PPR um, or don't do any PPR at all. You don't have to allow it. You can just do based on the yards they get. So you can go simple. You can go caveman with it, which is, I mean, standard probably three years ago, two years ago. But now uh, full point PBR is the standard. So if you're going to get in there, just realize how much value that adds to the running backs, certain running backs, and then also uh, certain receivers. 
Uh, yeah. Um, bridging off of points and whatnot, uh, when you're setting up your leagues, especially newer leagues, uh, the biggest thing to get right is, uh, I believe standard for quarterbacks is one point for 25 yards. It's a lot easier for people to interpret one point for every 20 yards. So, you know, 10 yards is a half a point. Right. And if you 10 yards for a wide out and 10 yards for anybody else is a full point, you know, quarterback, a half point. That's a great matchup instead of 25 for a point. Yeah. If he throws 200 yards, you know, you got 10 points. Absolutely. Um, Other things to look out for is, you know, a lot of people toy around the idea, should quarterbacks get the same amount of points per TD should, or should they get less? You know, I think six is standard across the board. Some people do four point for quarterback. But if you're in a league where there's two quarterbacks or there's an OP position, you know, offensive utility player, which could be a quarterback. Uh, so essentially it's a two quarterback league. I think it's okay for uh, – everyone to turn that quarterback touchdown down to three to make it a little more balanced for the field. Well, you know? I, yeah, I mean, quarterbacks are going to either do four or six for the touchdown. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, the main thing I think in a beginner's league that you need to really get right is um, you need to get the fractional scoring. You don't need to do full points. Oh, absolutely um, not. Make sure you get fractional scoring. Make sure that decimals. you're – I would say – yeah, decimals. I would say starting out with your waiver wire, you want that to be reverse – um, well, I mean, actually I would just do it first come first serve. So it starts in a certain order, uh, of rating. And then after that, it'll just, if, if I take one, I go to the back of the line and, and everybody just keeps doing that. That's the way to set up as a beginner, get con- comfortable with taking people on and off of the waivers, knowing how many days normally it's like, a after a Sunday game, they're available on a Tuesday or Wednesday, just depending on how your league is set up. So Check out the waivers. First thing as a beginner, though, mainly I would say get familiar with the settings. Get familiar with uh, football in, in as much depth as you can. The more you put in, the easier it will become and the better it will be. You'll know who has a good defense. I mean, you might think on the surface, oh, I want to get this guy. He's good. Okay, that's great. That's great. You're a beginner. You're coming in. You're like, this guy is good. But the biggest thing is start learning about all these guys. Learn about who they got to take on. If you know they're taking on the worst defense in the league against the run and you have a decent running back that's not picked up on the waivers and you can pick him up and he can get 20 points in that week, that's a big deal. So (laughs) uh, if you're a beginner, you're like, I don't care about, you know, knowing everything that's going on. The more you know, you'll notice, how did that guy get that guy? I, I, I I didn't even know he was playing. So. In the beginning, I would say that's the biggest thing, educating yourself. But in the in the, in and just set up in general, get your fractional scoring, watch your waivers, um, get your team going, and just learn the settings. Absolutely. Uh, I've actually been fortunate enough to play the waiver wire pretty strong in uh, some of the leagues that do the uh, – what is it, the reverse snake? Uh, like the three-round system? Where uh, if you had the last pick of the round, you got the first waiver order. Well, the way that one works, and I like this one too, and you can do this as a beginner too. It's basically whoever is in first place is the last waiver. Each week it changes. So if you are in second place, you have the next to last. If If you're in last place after week one, basically you lost week one and you have the least amount of points scored, right? You're in, you're in last, you get the first pick. 
that week. So in that one, it encourages more waiver usage because you might lose that first pick next week. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the things I've started doing in a lot of my leagues lately is uh, the free agent bidding, the, wait, the wait, wait, wait. bidding. Let, let's like, let's save that for the intermediate. And, and actually I think now's probably a good time for us to go ahead and get into the intermediate. When you're coming out of beginner and you're going into intermediate, um, this is going to be your second level. This is in between before you get to super advanced, right? Super advanced is going to be super high level. Um, this is going to be your, you're getting your feet out of being wet and you're wanting to get your teeth more into the meat and the bone. So uh, you haven't ate the full course meal yet. You're just getting to the, the main course. You know what I'm saying? You haven't, you're not getting into the nuances of salad and, and getting your appetizers and getting your, uh, getting your desserts. Uh, this is you. you. You've got a good idea. You know what's going on in the league. You've started paying more attention. You're keeping up with the updates. Uh, you're a little bit more advanced than all the other, you know, you're probably in the middle. You're, you're right in the hunt of all the playoffs, right? This is the intermediate guy. So in your league, um, you're probably, if you were low at eight, you're probably going up to 10. If you were at 10, you're probably going up to 12. Um, but in an intermediate league, you're going to have a lot of different options. And one of the options uh, is going to be head coach. It's going to be kicker. I think you take kicker out. I think you take head coach out uh, just because it's something you've never done. Doesn't make it a great idea. Uh, I've had it. I've played with it. And that's the thing with me and Einhorn. We've played in all these leagues. We've played in keepers. We've played in dynasty. We've played in redraft. We are in all those right now. <laughs> so we know all these, these players and how these different, you know, silly things that seem like they might be cool to try. Oh, instead of a kicker, let's do a head coach. We've done it. It sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Just cut it out. Get the players you want that actually score and are entertaining to watch. That's what you're going to care most about on your red zone on Sundays when you're watching. What do you think, Einhorn? I agree. Uh, I think the biggest jump that you'll see going from beginner to intermediate is uh, – the kicker's completely wiped out. Gone. By the time you get to intermediate, nobody wants the kicker. Nope. Nobody wants to lose matches because your kicker missed a 50-yarder or because somebody blocked your kicker. Nobody wants this. Or because uh, he got five 40-yarders in one game or something. <laughs> right? uh, I mean, that's that's cool, but that's a lot more rare than, you know. But stuff. But I'm saying it kickers you, affect yeah. games. And you're just like, what? Yeah. Uh, I think instead of that, you throw – an extra flex, an OP, anything in just to replace it and have the scoring kind of a little more fun. And same thing because, with head coaches. Don't yeah, do head coaches don't do it. I mean, it's basically a position that's like, did they win or did they lose? <laughs> yeah, and you get points based on it. You basically add a position where somebody can just, oh well, so and so's playing. You know, the Bengals this week, the Browns this week. I'll just pick them up because they've got a seventy percent chance to win. And I won't lose points. Um, and the thing I, is, you could also just do that with the defense. You can the defense settings will let it allow you to where you can have a win or loss for the defense. Yes, that's the next level. I think uh, going from beginner defense to intermediate defenses, defensive scoring is a lot uh, more broad versus some of the other positions because in intermediate you'll get rewards for stingy defenses. You'll get penalty for, you know, defense is just allowing everything, shootouts. And then, you know, you can take a penalty for the loss as well or get a reward for the win, you know. And it all comes back to what we said at the start, and it's know your settings. Yeah. You know, from beginner to intermediate, know your settings because there will be a huge change. 
outside of that, there's not a whole lot of difference from intermediate to beginner other than, you know, a few nuances like some annoyances removed and some extra scoring put in here and there. Maybe a few bonuses for receivers that get like a 50-yard touchdown. Well, I would, say, I would say going from a beginner to an intermediate, you might want to start a keeper league. You might want to change your league from a redraft, because that's what a lot of uh, beginners are, to a keeper league where you keep two, maybe three people. Um, it doesn't have to be a complex. Don't try to go completely crazy with it, because the majority of people in your league aren't going to be as gung-ho as you are. You are the commissioner. Remember, you are probably fantasy junkie number one. So you are all about it. They are like, God, he's already sending me stuff. Um, so don't go crazy on it. You're excited. I get it, but keep it simple, jump up a level and enjoy it. So I would go keeper. I'd do about two or three. I wouldn't go crazy. Um, and, and other than that, like you said, changing those stats, uh, change the defense, maybe add a receiver spot, uh, have three of them, maybe add a running back receiver spot, maybe go from a normal flex, uh, to a super flex, which adds a quarterback in there, or you can change it to the flex that adds a tight end if you didn't have that before. So you're adding things. You might go from a one quarterback to a two quarterback league. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's yeah. small things you can do that are positional that you might really enjoy versus doing something silly, like adding a quarterback or a kicker or twice kickers. My God, idiots. Uh, there's, uh, there's some with uh, <laughs> twice uh, defenses. We tried that. Don't like it. Stupid. Uh, now there are crazy leagues. Some people get in where they do like worst defense gets the most points. I understand, but that's just stupid. And I, I mean, if you're really wanting to play, just get in a normal league. That that's cool. Uh, if you're like wanting to throw away, don't really care league. But we're we're here to talk about actual league, real, that real good stuff. Yeah, that you're, that you're really interested in in having and doing. And uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about now is probably going to be more centered towards dynasty because that's the active ones right now a lot of your redrafts aren't going to get ready until august you know, august or around there so uh, pretty much uh, mostly dynasty but we'll clarify what we discuss but also uh in the intermediate you'll see uh probably a jump from snake to auction drafting so you'll adding that. it yeah, that, that's kind of another big step as well as going from the free agency of, you know, standing single file yeah. to doing silent bidding. So, and if, and if you're wanting to get into auction, just know it's, everybody gets like a certain amount of money and then you just bid on those people. Uh, the, the rating system will change depending on how much money everybody is given. So it makes it understanding uh, of what you should and shouldn't do. And there's different values that fluctuate between how people actually bid and don't bid. So Absolutely. I would 100% say on either uh, ESPN or Sleeper, go do your mocks, go in there, work it, get in the first section or first spot, get in the last spot. If you're doing snake, get all throughout the thing or get all throughout, you know, the, the, the roster lineups, uh, see get each get. position, see, see what happens, uh, see where you like being, where you don't like being, see if you can trade. Sometimes I've been in leagues in person, man, where people will trade. They'll be like, I got the fourth pick. Who wants it? And I'm like, Ugh take it i got the eight and they're like i'll take it and i'm like oh, thank you thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> so just because you're more comfortable there i mean it's what you like and, and every year is different every draft is different right and you, online, know, so you play the cards and that's another thing if you're going from intermediate uh, beginner to intermediate this is where you might start seeing and, and this is kind of close to advanced so it's in between there in between that uh, it's where you might start seeing draft pick trading go down and that's a little bit advanced as well 
Well, let's just talk about advanced. I think we've got beginner and intermediate covered. Yep. So I'd say at this point, you're getting into advanced. You got a lifelong group of people probably together. You've probably got a good core of people with one or two or three mixing coming in and out, but you start realizing who's good players, who's not good players. Uh, you're at this point always in on everything that's coming in. You're first to snag that guy who just got some news on off the waiver wire. Uh, you're in competition with the top two or three people in the league. This is where you should be if you're advanced, right? You're trying to always be on top of it. You're a fanatic like us. You have red zone. We're not sponsored, but we could be. So Yeah, we love red zone. <laughs> anyway, so getting your advanced league going, um, you're coming out of intermediate. Maybe that's where you're at. You're definitely, by this point, uh, at 10 to 12 people. You have full point PPR. Um, you are either mixing around with some different league settings or have them already with, like, the two quarterbacks and stuff coming out of there. So you have draft pick trading. More than likely, uh, you have a long offseason. You might be year-round like we are. Uh, you might be dynasty at this moment. Dynasty is a big time um, to get into it if you are – very advanced and also with the idp settings that's a huge change and not every advanced league does this but you start seeing people go there when they've exhausted all of their uh, knowledge and opportunity and idp really is the most advanced because you play the defensive game as well and that um, will make you very knowledgeable about both sides of the ball so advance is going to be coming in hot and heavy all kinds of options are on the table and a lot of times even more money oh absolutely uh, with the idps i'm in a dynasty league that has idp so not only do we have i think nine or ten starters no i think it's 11 starters on offense we have 11 starters on defense three defensive linemen four linebackers and uh, four defensive backs it's really the only thing that you can do after you've exhausted the rewards of the defense from the intermediate level is to go up to the next level and basically draft individual defensive players, you know, reward each person for tackles, sacks, fumble recoveries, interceptions, touchdowns, just like all that. And then, you know, everything else is uh, like pickle Rick said, uh, it's going to be in your dynasty settings. And I love dynasty football. It's probably my favorite way to play it. And uh, we could have a whole episode just on Dynasty and how to make it fun, right? Well, we, we definitely will do a Dynasty episode coming up soon. Uh, like I said, this is pretty much where the main majority of your action is. It is definitely one of the most fun uh, type of leagues to be in, uh, especially after you're this far in and invested as we are with our uh, fandom and <laughs> fanatic obsessive uh, oh, yeah. tendencies. So. Uh, I'd say that's pretty much it. Uh, we we would encourage you to send any questions you have to Finkel Podcast on uh, Twitter. You can send them to me. I'm at PickleRick182. You got Foggy Matt over there. Um, but yeah, send us any questions you have about any of your leagues, any of the settings, um, and we would be more than happy to help you out with what we've, what we've experienced uh, and what we do like and don't like. And once again, you don't have to do it. Do whatever you want, man. Make sure it's about having fun, but make sure you keep – in mind the type of people that are in your league that is the majority of what um needs to happen and if you're a, a person that has your team vote uh maybe we should uh let me just add one asterisk to this conversation commissioner your commissioner level will change with being a beginner to intermediate into advanced you might not want to let everything go up for a vote you might want to say no this is how it is 
join the league if you want to be in it. And I'm going to make the decisions. I think personally, you should never let a trade not go through if both people truly want to do it. So there, there's things with you being a commissioner that will change as well. But oh, absolutely. I, I think I think we can get out of this and then now go into the different types of applications you will then be putting these settings into practice. So first, <clears throat> let's go with ESPN. It's the mothership. Um, and then we'll end on what I would like to say as a high note, the sleeper. So ESPN, I'm not biased, right? Uh, ESPN, I'm going to go ahead and walk you through creating one. It gives you your first thing, create the name, uh, uh, league name. You get the number of teams. You get the scoring type you'd like to do. And then you create the league. Now, after you get in there, uh, you can then share it with everybody, do what you like to do. And then you create your team, your logo, your picture. Um, now, the funny thing about this is your picture, you have to go through and get the link for it. It's not an actual picture, like off your phone or anything. You have to find like a site to load it up to and then and put it on. And that's, that's a pain. I'm just going to let you know. It's a pain. <laughs> now, you've had one of those, right? <laughs> Oh, dude, every day. All right. So every day. And now we're going to go into the settings of what it's like. So if you're a uh, commissioner, you will be able to go in here with the league manager tools and uh, make all of the changes there. So with the settings on ESPN, after you get the draft set up, you can choose your snake. You can choose your uh, seconds. You can choose the draft order. You can put it in. Uh, something I would suggest doing is uh, with your drafts, do it socially, do it on like a connection like this, uh, Google or uh, whatever you want, where you get connected either through a video, a live stream, uh, something to that degree where you pick the picks out, randomize it, however you want to do it, but make it, make it something. Um, the roster, you can change however you want that to be. Maybe you want more bench. Um, the, the default bench is not big enough, I would say. You should add more. So then you get the positions. And then the scoring, that's where we were talking about changing that passing yards, uh, changing those passing touchdowns, um, making it fractional scoring. You know, that's the type of things you really want to do. Uh, you can also later on change the defense scoring there. Um, you get your trade rules, your acquisition rules, your keeper rules, <clears throat> your regular season setup. I am a type of league I like to go to where the regular season ends on week 14. You have week 15 and 16 for the playoffs, and that's it. I don't like 17 making its way in. Um, now, Absolutely. whenever we go do an 18-week league, I will let 17 be the end. But that's going to come up in a year. Uh, other than that, you have your playoff settings. Some people do two weeks. Some people do one week per each round. Uh, that just depends on what you want to do with your league. That's, that's another customizable field. Uh, other than that, the sheer look of ESPN, we'll cover that a little bit. The sheer look of ESPN is very rigid. Uh, and it seems like they haven't changed this, the, the layout and everything in probably 10 years. It seems like they were like, we got a winner. We're not changing it. So it's, it's, it's familiar. You know what it looks like. You know where all the stuff is, the links. Uh, but as far as the setup, there's a lot of things you can't do uh, mobily. Um, and we'll cover that in a little more with Sleeper. But for one example, if I want to know what draft pick trades I have, I have to try to go make a trade before I know what picks I have. I can't just see it. And that's something I can't stand uh, on ESPN. It's one you know, thing. The other thing was the picture. It's easier for me to customize my team name, my team look, you know, and do stuff like that. So 
I appreciate that a little bit more, uh, but I, I don't like it in ESPN. Uh, we can cover more stuff later, but those are just two main things. Matt, is there anything in ESPN that you've noticed, uh, Einhorn, that you just can't stand? Uh, man. I, oh, first the, off, the th- their customer service is horrible. Oh, yeah, their customer service is pretty bad, uh, unless you scream at them for extended periods of time, and then they'll basically do whatever you want them I've to. I've heard that works. Go ahead. Yeah. The things that I have with ESPN's app, and the most frustrating part of it is, there's two things, twice. There's twice things. Okay. Number, number one is it usually doesn't work when you need it to. It has crashed on a lot of occasions. It, it crashes at a lot of key points yeah. due to the activity, okay? That's true. I hate that, especially the way I play where I'm on it so often. And if somebody, like we talked about earlier, if there's somebody going up against a bad defense and they have a money spot and somebody ahead of them just got ruled out for the game, I want to be able to go grab them and not have to worry about traffic on the website and it shutting down before I can get there. That's happened to me in the past. Imagine a defense that's okay, but not great, but not bad. And Christian McCaffrey's ruled out and that team has nothing else. (laughs) <laughs> you want to exactly. get that defense at that point. Exactly. Some, some situation comes up like that. The thing with so, ESPN that has sucked though is that we're not talking like because anybody can be like, oh well, it crashes. Who cares? As long as it ain't during the important times, it's crashed on Sundays. It has crashed before games have started on go, Sundays. Like for we're talking almost the first game completely. It has crashed in drafts. It has crashed a lot, but. Um, the second thing, the twice thing that I can't really stand about ESPN is just the fact that I played fantasy football for so long and I thirst for more adventure for my seasons and my play than what their uh, blueprint offers. It's a lot more restricted, a lot more vanilla, even though you can put some sauce on it by making it PPR and you know change a few points here and there. For the most part, it's a vanilla platform that's good for getting people in because it, it, it runs like kindergarten. You know, yeah, it's very vanilla. It's for the occasional player. But when you want to actually get into it and do fun stuff for your league and give your owners more as a commissioner, you want to give them more opportunity to handle their team and control their team. ESPN is not the website for that. And what is the website for that, Matt? Uh, the website for that is uh, Sleeper. It's fairly new. Let's Um, go through a Sleeper uh, startup. Let's get. Uh, the scoring systems, just like ESPN, you can set it however you'd like. It's basically, you know, vanilla. It's simple. It's as exciting as you want it to be and uh, super easy. Uh, where it really comes in to play is with its draft settings. Uh, you can have your snake in your auction. You can have uh, linear if you want. So it's a set draft. You can have the third round turn which is where uh, if you have the last pick in the first round, uh, you'll have the first pick in the second and the third. So if you're picking one, you're picking one, 20, and 30. If you're picking 10, you're picking 10, 11, and uh, 20. Right, yeah. And I, I'm, or, yeah. Let me see. I don't think ESPN offers that. Uh, no, they offer snake and auction. Yeah, they they offer snake auction, auto pick, and offline. Uh, offline, you would be able to do it, but nothing that's automated, and that is something that Sleeper would have that is actually automated. Uh-huh. So that's pretty cool. 
Absolutely. Uh, Sleeper offers uh, a lot of different multitude of settings for how long um, your waiver wire can last. If you want it to be a day, if you want it to be two days, if you want it to be three days, they give you the option. I think uh, one day is plenty because that way weekend pinches, people can still be viable because if you drop them on Friday, you got a four day waiver claim. They're not available to be picked up till after Monday. That does nobody good. Uh, other things that they do uh, really well is they break their leagues down from redraft, keeper, and dynasty. And uh, that plays into what you said with ESPN that annoys you is your draft picks. Uh, you can't see them on ESPN unless you want to propose a trade on dynasty because, or on sleeper because they have the options set up. And even their draft system when you draft on sleeper is like a spreadsheet or a draft board that you would go to and attend. You get to see all the trade picks right below your players. It's just like assets. And when you go into the draft, those squares are already labeled who they go to. It is 100% user-friendly and makes it fun for me as the player because, you know, as a commissioner, I don't have to keep up with it. It's less work for me and it allows the league to have more freedom. You know, Sleeper basically takes the training wheels off of the ESPN app and says, there you go, big guy, have at it. Yeah, and I think uh, Sleeper has done that for commissioners. Commissioners, a lot of times, they get tired of running their leagues. Uh, they get tired of the work that might go involved to actually running a good league because good leagues do take some work, man, and it's great to have them, but – a lot of the players like playing them, but the commissioners eventually get tired of running them. And the main thing is the money, of course. You need to get that up front. You get that up front, a lot of it's a lot easier. So other than that, I would say get a Venmo going, get a PayPal going, get everybody going with the money now. Uh, that's another thing about advanced leagues. Uh, you don't just let people say, oh, I'll pay you later. And then guess what? They never pay you. So uh, that's an advanced league move. But um, yeah, I would, I would definitely get the money, but commissioners, man, are going to enjoy sleeper. It's a lot easier and less work. For uh, commissioners tacking on with the money statement. What I do in my leagues is you can't trade until you pay your entry fee because I'm not going to have you ruin a team, you know, and then not pay. Yep. So right there is your incentive. Uh, you have to pay a month before the draft. That way, if you don't, I have X number of weeks to find a replacement for you. And always use Venmo because I switched to Venmo this year in my Dynasty League. Whenever the regular season ended, I sent the Venmo money straight to the owners that got the regular season money awards the day after the playoffs ended, and it was confirmed who the champion was, who the runner-up was. I Venmoed them their money right there, and everyone was appreciative. Yeah, and how can you not like a league where people pay before the league starts and people get paid the day it ends? After, yeah. The day after, you know they've won the money, if, boom, if you, there if, it is. Listen, if you're playing in a league where you win and you don't get paid for two months, get the money and never play in that league again. Absolutely. Get online, find some good people that actually want to play, get some friends that are interested in it, Find some people that are actually good people that want to play and are good owners. And if you want your league to be better, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get rid of bad owners. You're going to have to just be like, hey, man, uh, sorry, we're only we're going to start a new league or something. And, and, I mean, you might just have to start a new league. Start a new league, get the owners you want. Um, because 
if you're running a league that has people in it that you don't like or don't pay or don't do stuff, you want to enjoy the league. The league needs to be enjoyed. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to run it, you want people in there that are that are the type of players you need. So players are very important too in uh, all of this as well. With that being said, that is another episode of Finkel and Einhorn. Thank you for coming and listening. You can always catch us on YouTube and watch the actual live version. Or if you're the vice versa, if you're here at YouTube, you can always go get it at a podcast location on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can find your podcast. Once again, I am Finkel. As always, we have Einhorn, and we'll see you next time. Twice. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Give us a like and subscribe and also review us on iTunes, Apple, Stitcher, anywhere that you're at listening to this podcast. Please check us out on Twitter at Finkel Podcast. Matt is at Foggy Matt and I am at Pickle Rick 182. You can get us on Twitch at I'm Pickle Rick 182. We would love to answer questions. Anything you have, please let us know. The laces are out. <laughs>